We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, B. King. What's happening? All right, so for the month of February, I'm talking about emotions. Last week, I talked about self-love and self-acceptance and the importance of loving ourselves. And it's truly something that if you haven't listened to or need a refresher on what self-love truly is, I definitely recommend going back to the last episode. But today I want to record this episode because I had a coaching client recently and I love this client so much. She always asks the best questions. She always comes prepared for her coaching session. She fills out every questionnaire. She gets what she came for and she has these perfectionist tendencies where she doesn't see herself progressing. And so we paused and I helped her see that progress is growth and we are not supposed, we're not supposed to grow. It's not a linear process. Growth is a roller coaster of highs and lows and recognizing old tendencies and old patterns that don't serve you. Even if you do quote unquote, take a step back is growth. Uh, but she asked this question and I thought it was so good and it made me want to record an episode for you because this comes up so much with coaching and just in general with personal development. She was asking me like, how do I be okay with not being okay sometimes? And you know, we see those cute quotes, like it's okay to not be okay. It's like, yeah, but how, like, how do I allow that? Something that is very common and this might be common for you is you might try to block emotions during the day or throughout the week because you tell yourself that you can't deal with them and you don't have time because you need to focus. And what happens is that builds and that builds and it builds and it compounds and then you end up shutting down or just overreacting on things that are, don't necessarily match what's happening on the outside, right? Like not a big, you know, a big reaction to something that might be small as something is spilling milk always the analogy, right? Don't cry over spilt milk. Anyway, we spill milk all the time over here in our household. And you know what we say? It happens because it does. It just happens. It's just a thing that happens. Anyway, the question is, how do I handle the emotions when I have a hard time accepting them? I have clients tell me this all the time. They tell me like, I don't have time to feel. And what I tell them is what you don't have time for is not feeling. What happens is what we don't have time for is the way, all the ways that we try to avoid our emotions with distractions, whether that's social media, overworking, overeating, mindlessly doing things without any intention, just kind of zoning out. That's what we don't have time for. That's what we're truly saying. The emotion. The emotion is a response in our body that comes from our mind that is a vibration. And if we don't interrupt it, it won't last for more than 90 seconds. And that's what's so important is no emotion lasts. No emotion is final. Now, depending on what state you're in in your body, that determines how you're interpreting what's going on in your life. So 
today we are going to dive deep into the ocean of our emotions. And by the end of this episode, I hope that you understand why it's so important not to avoid how you feel, but to ride the wave. Ride the emotional wave. Easier said than done, right? Am I right? I mean, I know I'm right because I have a hard time feeling my emotions. I have been spending the past three years working on feeling. (laughs) And let me tell you, it's not easy. It feels awful (laughs) and amazing at the same time. Remember in one of my somatic (laughs) um, um, therapy sessions when I was just like, does that ever stop? Like, it was just such a funny moment because I was like crying because of how much I love my daughter. (laughs) And then like the fear of something bad happening. And it was like, I'm laughing because it's like, no, this is what I signed up for. And this is, can't have one without the other. We can't have positive emotion without the negative emotion. We can't have negative without the positive. And it's just important. So I really felt compelled to record this episode for you today. Everything we do or don't do in our life is because of how we think it's going to make us feel. That's let that sink in (laughs) every single thing we do or don't do in our life is because of how we think it's going to make us feel. Even the goals that we set, it's not the goal. It's the feeling we're chasing. That's what we want. We want to feel a certain way. We want to feel a certain way. And so our feelings direct us. They take us to where we want to go or not. And this is the thing is we have natural resistance to feeling negative emotion because we don't like the way that it feels. And we naturally like to move towards positive, positive emotions because of the way it feels. But the funny thing is we don't sit in good emotions. They come and they go. They're so fleeting. Why? Because they feel good. They're just like, come and they're like, yay. What we don't do is actually allow ourselves to just bask in the feeling of joy, bask in the feeling of happiness, achievement, accomplishment. We don't, we literally just are like, okay, like it just comes and goes because we don't interrupt it. We don't interrupt an emo- a positive emotion and we don't hold on to it. We don't savor it. It just comes and it goes. And so one of the things that we run into is false positive emotion, false pleasure. We do things because it, we think that it makes us feel good when in reality, it actually blocks us from truly feeling positive emotions. And why? Because we try to avoid the negative. And when we really think about what an emotion is, it's a vibration moving through your body. It's a vibration moving through your body and the sensations of that emotion start to communicate with the brain. So sometimes we don't even know what we're feeling or thinking, but we can feel a sensation. I used to always think I had stomach aches. I didn't have stomach aches. I've had anxiety. I never knew how to label it until I became familiar with anxiety. And now I'm like, that's anxiety. That's so funny that I thought it was a stomach ache. Why? Because it manifested in my tummy. Maybe that relates to you. Do you feel anxiety in your stomach? I definitely do. So now I'm not like, oh, I ate something (laughs) like, oh, I'm not feeling something. 
And what happens is all these emotions are like undigested they get stuck in our body. And then something happens outside of us and it triggers that emotional response. And we don't even know why, like sometimes we're like, why am I crying right now? It's like probably because you have undigested emotions sitting in your body. So as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this because I've been studying this in my own life for quite some time. And one of the things that really stood out to me on my call today with my client was this like being okay with not being okay. And I told her, I'm like, listen, like we're supposed to have negative emotions. We need to know what sadness feels like. So we know what happiness feels like. We need to know what hate feels like. So we know what love feels like. If we only experience positive emotions and we were okay all the time, we wouldn't even know we're having a positive emotional experience. That's what makes being a human so fascinating, right? Like when we feel abundant in our life, it's because we are aware of what scarcity feels like. We're aware of what fear feels like. We need it. So the thing is, negative emotions are not a problem and they're harmless. What is detrimental is what we do, the measures we go to, to avoid it because we just can't tolerate it. We feel like we can't handle it or we feel like we're going to get absorbed into the ground and the hole is going to open and it's going to eat us alive. So I'll tell you that this really became clear to me when I experienced grief so closely to my life. Like I, grief really was the door that opened up this understanding of how emotions work. I really didn't understand it. I, I could hear it and I could hear people talk about it, but I just didn't get it. And when I learned thoughts created how you felt, uh, it kind of blew my mind and then it all made sense. But then I also, once I learned that the emotions get stuck in our body and the sensations that are happening de is determined by the state of our body and where our nervous system's at, that really blew my mind and also helped make so much sense of the experiences that I've had in the past. So... Negative emotions are a part of being a human. If you don't allow it, it will control you. If you allow it, you control emotions. When you resist how you feel, you suffer. Pain is a part of life. Suffering is optional. It's like punching yourself in the face. Like, you're already down. <laughs> you're already like having an emotional experience. If you resist what is, it's just going to make it way more painful than it needs to. So I just want you to imagine, okay? I want you to imagine that you are on the edge of an ocean and the waves are rolling in. Some are big, some are small, some are towering. There's these massive waves. And each wave represents an emotion, happiness, sadness, grief, joy, love, fear, all of it. And they all are coming to shore one after another. Now I want you to imagine trying to stop the wave, pushing the wave away. You're standing on, you're standing there at the edge of the ocean and you're putting your hands up. You're like, no, the problem is that is not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Pretending that the emotions are not there is a really impossible task. So much like waves, our emotions are a natural force. And they're not to be avoided, but they're to be experienced. That's a part of being a human. This is the human experience. 
that's the beauty of the ocean, right? The beauty of the ocean, it's the waves, right? The crashing, the coming in and the coming out and the flow. That's the beauty of life because being a human means being able to feel this broad range of human emotions. And so a lot of the happiness that we felt is kind of manufactured. We don't actually know what happiness truly feels like because we're constantly distracting ourselves and avoiding the negative. But when you really allow the contrast to be there, then you really know what it feels like. So how do we allow an emotion? That was the question on the call. And that's what I get all the time. How do we allow an emotion? Especially when it feels so overwhelming. I'm going to walk you through some steps that you can take that can guide your emotional waves, not push them away, but allow them. So the first thing to do is pause. Listen, I get it. You have a lot going on. Life is full. There's things, there's stuff. You can't just sit and feel. This process does not take long. I'm going to walk you through it. So it might feel long, but it's not. So first you pause. When you feel the wave of emotion coming, just stop. Don't react. Just like if you're watching an ocean wave, just stand still for a moment and acknowledge that it's coming. And then notice the feeling. Notice the sensations. Pay close attention to what you're experiencing. Is it small? Does it feel big? Now, the key here is to observe without any judgment, because when we judge how we're feeling, then we lose any ability to gain control of our emotions. So I always say, are you an emotional judge or are you an emotional scientist? What do you choose? Do you want to be curious about why you're feeling a certain way when you're just cooking dinner? <laughs> or do you want to judge yourself for feeling a certain way when you're cooking dinner? It's completely up to you. You have control. Do you want to judge yourself or do you want to be curious? I'm going to leave that up to you. I will say, if you judge yourself, you will not be able to understand yourself unless you are curious. The next step is to name it. Is it anxiety? Is it sadness? Is it joy? Naming the emotions gives us power. It's like identifying the waves by their nature, knowing which ones are for surfing and which ones are to watch from the shore. Like, being able to name it takes like the intensity out of it. You're like, this is what I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing anxiety. I'm feeling frustrated. There's a huge difference between saying I am frustrated and I feel frustrated. Which one helps you be the observer? I feel. Because you are not the emotion. And if you continue to identify with the emotion, you will become it. That's why when my clients say, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm anxious. I'm like, are you? Are you anxious? Is that who you want to be? Is that your identity? Or are you having a, an experience? Do you feel anxious? Same with sadness or even tired. I'm tired. It's like, if you, even if you physically are tired, say, tired saying it over and over again is going to impact how you feel in your body. So pause, notice, name, and allow. Allow, give yourself a bad moment, feel the emotion without pushing it away or judging yourself for feeling it. 
right? You might be hanging out with your family or friends and you feel anxious or you feel sad and you're judging yourself. I shouldn't feel sad right now. I'm with the people I love. That just makes it worse. Embrace it as it comes, knowing that it's not going to last forever. And when you do this, you will become stronger and you will become more resilient. You will become stronger and you will become more resilient. And being able to connect, because this might not be in your whole entire body. So that's why the pause is so important because you might just notice it in your chest or your throat or your stomach, but you might not know, it might not be in your fingers. So you can see that the emotion is fluid. So when you sit in your present with the emotion, you just breathe, slow down your breathing and just allow it to be there. I did this a lot. <laughs> Drive home recently. Yeah. Car rides. I love, I love road trips. I love car rides, but driving really fast on the highway kind of freaks me out. And my husband is a very aggressive, safe. He's very safe. I feel very safe with him, but I still get tense in the car. Like I have to remind myself and I can feel the anxiety and I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm just breathing it in. I'm closing my eyes. I'm sitting with it and I move towards it. I just tell myself I can handle this. It's just a vibration in my body. I can handle it. And let me tell you, anytime I do that, it goes, it comes and it goes. As soon as I observe and I describe the emotion, my body softens. I accept it without any judgment. And I will tell you that this is such an underlooked skill. I wish that I would have learned this when I was younger why I'm so passionate about teaching it to my clients is just being okay with allowing the emotion. And listen, I get it. It is not easy. It wasn't until I started working with a coach and then doing somatic therapy that I really understood the power of having someone else witness me feeling the emotion. It's just a level of safety. And when I have, when someone is helping me process an emotion, like I love it. <laughs> like I've processed fear. I've processed anger. I've processed grief. And I like could sit there for hours. Like it just feels good. Once the emotion passes at first, it's like, ooh, like I just like, ooh. and then I just sink into it. And I just like, it's freedom. That's what it is. It's true freedom. It's liberation. And I think one of the reasons why it's because for so long, my avoidance of emotions was cutting me off from who I really wanted to be. When we avoid our feelings, we're avoiding ourselves, which is the opposite of growth. This is when we end up getting stuck. When people tell me they're in a rut or they're stuck, it's most likely because they're not allowing themselves to feel their emotions. They're distracting themselves. They're avoiding it. They're doing everything but feeling. And people tell me, they're like, yeah, no, no, I felt. I'm like, but did you really, did you go through this step? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, what did you do? Like, well, I cried. And crying does, like crying is an element, but crying is also in a reaction. That's different. Reacting is different than feeling it. You really just want to pay close attention to your body and consistently ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And I notice when I go to my phone or I distract myself, I'm like, what am I avoiding feeling? And sometimes I'll just keep avoiding it. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. And a lot of time it's not even a big feeling. A lot of times it's just like boredom. <laughs> like sometimes when my browser takes too long to load, I'm like, boom, like, like I can't pause for a second and just like feel that energy inside of me. 
we want. And I can, but it's a practice. And, and listen, I'm not telling you I'm purpose, perfect at this. I am far from perfect at it. I am still learning and I'm still growing in this. And I'm so grateful that I've been in the process of learning how to feel my emotions, because if I didn't learn this, I'd be stuck in the same place that I was before, just kind of spinning in circles, hoping for a different result when really the answer just came down to feeling my emotions. And when you feel, it really allows you to have that freedom. One of the things that I've learned by studying the nervous system and doing my advanced training for nervous system resilience is there's, I've talked about this before on the podcast, there's emotional regulation and there's processing emotions and regulation comes first. So when I get triggered by something, I have a reaction and the reaction is trying to protect my real raw vulnerable emotions. A lot of times those emotions are shame. Most of the time it's shame and then anger, which is protecting the shame. (laughs) Yeah, it's all connected. Very layered. We're like onions, very layered. So the reaction happens and before I can process, cause I don't even know what's happening. I have to work through the trigger. I have to finish the stress response. I have to self-regulate. So whether I do breath work or a ragdoll or tree shaking, whatever I need to do to like bring my body back into a state of balance and discharge the energy, then once I'm in a balanced place, then I can process the emotion, which a lot of time it's shame. If it's, if it's anger, I'll feel anger. And then once I feel anger, then I shame and it just doesn't feel good. But the more I've processed shame and had someone witness me process shame, the easier it's got to do on my own. It doesn't feel good. Shame feels awful. It feels awful. Um, but it doesn't last. It's very interesting. And it's become less and less since I've been really in this practice, but it's very hard to process an emotion. If you're dysregulated, you're just like, this is, this is an actual interpretation of what's happening inside my body when I get triggered. And I'm like, what is happening? And then after I get triggered, then I give myself the space and I'm like, okay, just process this. Um, and then you just, are free. You're free. It doesn't control the rest of your day. It doesn't control the rest of your week. It doesn't mean you have a terrible week. It doesn't even mean you have a terrible day. You might have a moment that's not great, but when you are able to gain control over your emotions and allow them, it takes a day that could have gone totally awry and just becomes a moment in time. So that's what I have for you today. Allow your emotions. I know it's not easy. I know. And if you want help with it, please let me know. It just, the experience of having someone witness you is powerful. It's profound. So if you have any questions, please let me know. I'm here to guide you and support you. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day, wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Remember, love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy until next time.